Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Cast Brothers, the only Super Smash Brothers themed podcast that I'm on. Yep, that's true. I haven't yet found a different one to take me. No, it turns out nobody, nobody else wants me but Jono here. So you know, I'm still here, trying to leave. Oh. Someday. Whoa, that was interesting. I was setting my headphones up, so I came in, like the audio turned on, and the first thing I heard was, nobody wants me but Jono. I mean, it's, like... <laughs> it's sadly true. You know when you go like, job okay. hunting because you hate your job and then nobody else wants you? It's the same thing. Oh, sure, yeah. We, I can't find there. any other podcast to take me. <laughs> Make one with Way Off Trail, the select start. God cast. no. God no. <laughs> Fuck no. Jesus Christ no. <laughs> Guess you already do enough. Your 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 heart is already full of of Mike. Yeah. Select start gaming. It you it YouTube.com. Check it out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, welcome to season five, everyone. Well, I say welcome. This is really the second episode of it. Uh, sorry, I that had you weren't miss. here for. Yeah, I, I yeah. had an emergency come up. I couldn't make it. Um, mm -hmm. But I got you the stuff that you need to make it to run. I made sure you were going to get everything taken care of. Mm -hmm. So I presume it all went fine. You got somebody to replace me for the episode. <laughs> It it was it was a really great time. Um, we we sure missed you. Speaking of people that make my heart full, mm. but but uh, yeah, while well, Luigi was there, he he chimed in from the Mushroom Kingdom. What? <laughs> yeah, you don't believe me? When that episode's out, actually, it's out now. Go give it a listen. It's our debut—a wonderful interview with Waluigi. Wait, hold on, hold on. What do you mean, well? He's a video game character. Oh, I know. Oh, I know. But he came around. He he was there. Uh, we live in we live in the multiverse era now. You know, what? everybody has their own take on it. It was it was easy to find. You know, just just one one snap of the finger and a and a sling ring portal later. All right. So you got you got computer access. All right. So keep your secrets. What the fuck ever. You're telling me I have to show who you really got on for it. Oh, there there were a lot of dis there was a lot of discussion about Waluigi, his background in sports, his feet. That was a great time. That was a great time. That's disgusting. Yeah. This is a popular JavaScript game around the time Mario Tennis came out. That's disgusting. Take it up with him. We'll we'll introduce you sometime soon. I I don't want to talk about people's feet. No, no, no. Just talk about everything else. You know we love Waluigi. What I, a great guy. I love when I try to keep things on a serious note and you try to hold some bullshit about, oh, yeah, we have Waluigi on the pocket. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Sure. We did. God, everything's up. Hey, it's more believable than, than, than Ben Affleck. But, I mean, he submitted his application, but Waluigi came in instead. I mean, at least you didn't say Tom Cruise. Waluigi definitely came in before Tom Cruise. Who would play Waluigi in a live-action remake? 
Oh, oh God, I hate God. I hate the answer that I came up with in my head. I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like this thought process anymore. Uh oh. I thought of Blue uh, Carol. No. I don't like uh... <laughs> Sorry, Will Ferrell's family, if you're watching this. I'm not sorry to Will Ferrell if you're watching this. Just his family. I don't like the character you do in <laughs> movies. I really don't. It annoys the piss out of me. Maybe you're nice oh my God. as a person. I don't know, but your character is just... Oh, dear God. It's like if I had to actually live around Jono for my life. It's like, oh, no. Yeah, every day we'll meet and record a professional podcast in a, to a studio audience. Not every day. Part of the contract. If it's apparently. every day, it's only going to be 20 minute episodes. Yeah, it'll be syndicated. Maybe Charles Martinet will play Waluigi in a live action. Nope. Old Waluigi. Visit him in his shack. No, he's going to be. Years uh, after retirement. He's going to be a Dark Knight version of Mario. There you go. Yeah. That would be great. Daniel Day-Lewis as Waluigi. Super Mario Beyond. You have to teach the next generation. <laughs> Just like Batman. Yeah. Good times. The next generation. Yeah, but what? Pratt. <laughs> Gosh. Speaking of... Wonderful. Speaking of... of I went to the store today. Mm-hmm. I got Spider-Man! Great! Charles Martinet's in that game. You thought it was going to be Mario, didn't you? Oh, no, I, I wasn't expecting anything. It's right here. Oh, crap. There you go. And apparently, Very nice. if you buy it at Target, you also get this thing, which I wasn't expecting. A shadow box? Is that what that is? I had literally never heard those two words together in my life before. And I was like, yeah, you get a shadow box. And it was like... I don't know what that is, but okay. You can put your makeup in there. Valuables. Why would I prized, do that? Prized watch from your grandfather. There. I don't have a prized watch from my grandfather. So you're signed Waluigi Amiibo from Charles? He wouldn't fit. Oh. No, not Charles himself. The, ami the Amiibo. He wouldn't fit either. Oh, well. Also. Like a... Yeah. Also, I got one other thing. Oh, boy. Spider-Man 2, that's pretty exciting, too. Not Tobey Maguire's movie, but the new game. I mean, the, the Spider-Man 2 the movie was pretty good. Yeah, that was also good, yes. Now, Amazing Spider-Man 2... <laughs> was well, it horrible. Had a, it had a good it was game horrible. Movie, or that Spider-Man 3. That was Spider-Man 3. Mm-hmm. There are people who say The Amazing Spider-Man 2 was a good movie, and I do not trust those people. I mean, it's a better movie than it is a Spider-Man movie. Uh, I guess so. <laughs> it, it, it suffered what DC movies often suffer from. There's like two, oh my gosh. Wow. Life-size Cubone. That was at Target? Uh-huh. Yeah, I saw it there. Wait. I was like, I'm buying this. Nice. That's awesome. 
<laughs> this Holy one crap. I've had for years. Mm-hmm. It's uh, coming apart the head. But then we saw this one today. I was like, all right, we're getting that. <laughs> Very nice. That's incredible. Like, what the fuck? Yep. Nice. It's like a birthday gift for yourself. I mean, we're almost there. Actually, That's what I'm what saying. It's uploading a few days after your birthday. Actually. Oh, shit! So, happy birthday! Happy birthday. Yeah, Cubone loves you. da 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 Shake your bones, shake your bones, it's your birthday. Shake your bones, shake your bones, it's your birthday. Yeah, something about your skull being from mother. Cue bone. Okay. Okay. (laughs) It's time for an episode, everyone. Oh, fuck, that's right. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Did you forget I hit record already? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> oh, boy! Woohoo! Well, nice on hug. that note, uh, nice like hug. always, you know, season five, we're still doing showcases because we do a lot of stuff off podcast and we want to show it off. That's really... Mm-hmm. What it comes down to. Jonah, what's your first showcase tonight? My first showcase, and I totally did not decide on my showcase items two minutes before starting this podcast today. You're right. Uh, yeah. It's uh, it's Titania. From Fire Emblem? Yes, she'll come in as an assist trophy and sweep down on her horse with her axe. Probably do a critical hit. No. Okay. From Star Fox. That's not and I'm not sure if that's Titania or Titania. Uh, Titania, yeah. Uh, a desert planet in the Lilat system with very li- sen- little sentient life. Beyond cacti. Like, like kind of like Arizona. Because like then there's none or there's like little people? <laughs> there's close to none. There, there, there okay. are some. There are some. Um... Andros to clarify by little people, I meant like like ant-sized people. Oh, I I, I, <laughs> I realized after I said it's like, mm, don't that, that that was a mistake. But I meant like oh. like like oh, the game grounded or honey, I shrunk the kids. That's what mm-hmm. I meant. Mm-hmm. Fl- flubber-sized, flubber-sized people. Yes, yes, little, little flubber little, people. Yes. Give me I a flubber, flubber. Give me a flubber assist trophy or something. Playable flubber. We're gonna find a way to make that happen. Don't do that one. <laughs> uh, Titania, Titania, because of Fire Emblem, I kind of mixed up. I don't remember what it's pronounced. Probably Titania in Star Fox. Uh, it's a desert planet with very little life that Andros uses as a base for his experiments. There's one game, I think it's Command, unfortunately, where you go back and fight like an apparition of Andros while, uh... Yeah, it, it's interesting. But this is based off of Star, the original Star Fox or 64, their version of Titania. I thought it was based off Star Fox hmm? Zero. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's based off of Star Fox Zero's version of Titania. Yeah, how do I know? Because <laughs> I'm, when I'm... you were doing, when you were attempting to do your 
one a day for a year thing. I said, give me a Star Fox Zero stick. It's like, okay, here's Titania. It's like, okay. That's right. That's right. July 22nd, 2022. Fuck if I remember that. Uh, yes. From Star Fox Zero. So something good came of Star Fox Zero. It's called Content for the Smashopia Wiki. Uh, so you have your, your various versions of, of fighting on a starship, mostly primarily the Great Fox. In all of the Star Fox stages over 20 year, twenty plus years of Smash. So here's one on a big Landmaster. You, the majority of the fighter, the fighting is performed on this Landmaster as it maneuvers through Titania. Uh, so the overall suite. There's the Spider-Man disc being shown off by Xantok. Venom. Yes, Venom is right there. Um. Yeah, so you're on it on the Landmaster. It's it's fairly substantially sized. There there are a couple of extra platforms that'll pop up uh, to the left and right of it, kind of like the Mute City SNES layout on the 3DS Smash. Um, the Landmaster's cannon can be mounted at certain points during during the battle. Like the Landmaster's constantly maneuvering itself. It can it can turn left or right in a 180 degree scope to shoot falling debris as well with its cannon rather, um, and can it. Can, uh, sometimes it'll barrel roll as well. So it's not always wise to stay on the Landmaster, and it'll show cues if it's about to damage you with, with one of its attacks that it's shooting out at other other things or maneuvering around them. Uh, but for the most part, you fight on Landmaster. You move through the stage, and at the very end, you encounter the Scrapworm boss from Star Fox Zero. And the Scrapworm is a worm that eats metal scraps on titanium surface. Uh, it has glowing marbles on its segment of its body, so the Landmaster will, will shoot at it. Uh, eventually, it'll uh, defeat the scrap worm by shooting all of its explodable parts. And then... Mm, that's a beautiful box. Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Exciting uh, times. I'm going to get into that this one, too. Instruction booklets. Yeah, uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. Lovely times. Lovely times. The days of Charles Martinet, you might say. Yep. <laughs> uh, you can also have your hand at taking, taking out the scrap worm, though. It'll, like, writhe around the stage and smash itself forward, and you can attack its parts that are very clearly um, able to be destroyed. And if you do that, you'll be rewarded with a scrap worm KO on the results screen, kind of like KOing Ridley in Smash 4. Oh, so it's like an actual Ooh. proper stage boss. You had a KO point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So after you defeat the scrap worm, the the stage essentially resets, and you go through it all over again. Uh, there you go. That's Titania. So I I have two comments. Mm-hmm. I have three comments. Is it Titania mm -hmm. or is it Titania? Oh, I don't remember. Mm -hmm. I I was just thinking. Oh, it's Star Fox. It has to be Titania, right? It sounds Star Foxy. That's that's fair. Uh, I just think mm -hmm. Titania because, you know, Queen of the Fairies. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, thought number two. I saw Beetlejuice for the first time recently, so you say Scrapworm, all I can think of is the Sandworm. <laughs> That's all I got for that. And, Both I mean, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it makes sense, you know, having to you fight on a landmaster for a stage considering it got fired in Ultimate, so. Gotta, gotta <laughs> give him a job doing something. Yeah, precisely, precisely, yes. Okay, onwards then. That That's Titania, Titania. 
Titania, 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 Titania. Are those one of the people that live on the planet that you're talking no, about? No, <laughs> she's from Borderlands. She really, oh! She's kind of psycho, and she really likes explosions. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's her. That's. I her. forgot she got her own, her own game. Yeah. Dynasty of Wonderland. It's well-reviewed. Mm-hmm. Speaking of a Wonderland. Speaking of a Wonderland, it's time for my first uh, showcase. It's not a Wonderland. Um... Oh. It's actually a mountain. Oh, cool. Of death. It's Death no. Mountain Whoa. from a variety of Zelda games. Uh, mm -hmm. mo most? Maybe not most. A, a good handful of Zelda games. It's in the original. It was in Breath of the Wild. Uh, it's in <laughs> Link Between Worlds and Twilight Princess. And I don't know how many others. Well, Tears of Kingdom, obviously. I don't know how many others. Link to the Past would make sense. Because mm -hmm. Link Between Worlds. Anyways, it's a fucking volcano, and you're fighting on it. So this stage, pretty simple. We've got here a nice little drawing on uh, on the on the video. Uh, it's, you know, you get that flat, flat ground at the bottom that you can just run on. Then there's five rocky platforms uh, along the volcano side that you can jump on top of. Uh, they're all relatively small, and they have sort of like little rocky outcropping underneath them. Uh, but here's the problem. It's a volcano, right? That means lava. Oh, yeah. So as you go on during the fight, lava could pour out from the top of the volcano and just start dripping down. And it could, it, it'll it'll go slow to start because uh, you start to see it flow. But then it's just going to speed up a little bit. It's going to go from you know like a narrow start to like getting wider and wider as it goes down. And it can cover up some of those platforms where the already actual bottom of the stage. And, I mean, naturally, you touch the lava, you're gonna get hurt. So don't do that. Don't don't get in the lava's way. That's that's just bad. You'll die. <laughs> it's a thing. There's another mm -hmm. hazard. Metro uh, taught me that. Yeah, yeah, many things should have taught you that. Uh, there's also lava rocks that can appear out of the volcano. Mm -hmm. It'll shoot them out from the top. And then they'll, they'll, they fly up above the screen first, and then not long after that, they'll fall back down. They break on impact to do damage and knock people away once they've been hit. Uh, that, that's Death Mountain, though. Pretty simple stage, but, uh, you know, Zelda... Effective. Yeah. It's, Z Zelda could have, there are so many places in the Zelda franchise that could work as a good stage. And considering Death Mountain is an iconic location... From the beginning, and it's been in several games, mm -hmm. it's like, let's make Death Mountain. I can make an easy concept out of this. Yeah, and, and it's interesting that this is kind of a catch-all Death Mountain, it, it looks like. Like an amalgam of all the Death Mountains that have come along, because it's been in damn near every Zelda game. Yeah. Um, and, and I like the way that it's set out. You're, you know, you're fighting on a proper volcano. The lava, speaking of Metroid, works very different than how it does in Brinstar or Norfair. Uh, trailing down the mountain. The lava rocks are a nice added touch, uh, reminiscent of Breath of the Wild, um, and how you go through there. I also like how it's the home stage of Darunia on oh, the yeah. Smash Wiki. I remember you doing that. That was an exciting new set. So, cool. Cool. Yeah. Nice, nice first addition to the showcase today. 
Like vi visually speaking, <clears throat> I would presume that it takes more of its design from Breath of the Wild and Tears of the Kingdom, just because like that's the newest 3D Zelda. It's also the only mm -hmm. Zelda where I know what that phone actually looks like. <laughs> ah. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. But Darunia, yeah, home stage for Darunia. I could have made done like Daruk, but mm -hmm. I, I picked Darunia to be like my Goron representation because I had made Mifa my Zora representation. I was just like, all right, so here we got a Breath of the Wild for the Zoras. We got Ocarina for the uh, the Goron, and Dorito look weird in Wind Waker, so I don't think I'm going to do that. That's uh, yeah, that's that's interesting. Um, I can I can see the point there. It's kind of like how Sakurai uh, varied up the characters in Ultimate. Yeah, this is pretty, pretty cool. Um, and uh, otherwise, I know you totally would have went for Unova, right? Best Goron no. ever. God, I mm. Tears of the Kingdom spoilers. <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom spoilers. Just gonna say this right here. So skip for like a minute if you don't want it. Yunovo mm -hmm. sucks. I already <laughs> didn't like him that much in Breath of the Wild, but he sucks even more in Tears of the Kingdom. And the people who I was watching play through the game, they did the Rito first. So I was like, mm -hmm. oh, so we're replacing Teba with Tulin. So does, so are all of them going to be replaced with a new a new character? Okay. And then we get to Yunovo and it's like, oh, still you. Great. Was now it it's masked, you know, though. He what a, what a sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's annoying. <laughs> anyway. He's annoying. I agree. Anyway. Good times. Now on to something even less annoying. And that is the pro cycling bike. The what? Mm-hmm. It's, it's a bike. That helps you cycle proly. What? You heard me. It's a racing bike, uh, not a motorcycle, a bicycle. Um, Eighty. So let's just go through it. The item info has a lovely description. Eighty teams, two hundred sixty races, and seven hundred stages. It's your job as the pro cycling manager to make sure that your sponsored bicyclist makes it out on top. That's right. It is a Pro Cycling Manager bicycle, branded by that game series. Been around since 2001, and has had an iteration essentially every year since through 2023. And it's Holy also the shit. Passion Game, the Passion Game series for a friend of ours. D loves bikes, and they love Pro Cycling Manager. So in a nod to our buddy... We have the pro cycling bike. <laughs> when the pro cycling bike appears, anyone can run up to it and decide to go for a ride. Press the standard attack button next to it, and you'll be on your way. So while riding this bike, characters' movesets will be altered, uh, altered to adapt to the bike itself. So they'll have a standard attack that normally amounts to like, casual swipe forwards. Um, otherwise, you'll be running on the hopes of sheer momentum, baby. You'll be barreling and bouncing around on the bike to deal out melee damage. So, turn in certain control inputs and perform some neat tricks, uh, including a wheelie, mid-air flips, bar turns. See what you can do to damage opponents on your pro-cycling bike. Pull off some tricks. Um, the heavier the character, you know, the, maybe the harder it'll do to do some of these tricks. 
uh, the light of the character too may may offer some issues if they're a very light character. There, it, there's mechanics in there, like with Pro Cycle Manager itself, um, and a little bit of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater thrown in there. Uh, you can press solar buttons at any time to leap off of the bike. Leap off with enough momentum, and you can send it whirling into your foes. Uh, ride it for too long, though, and you'll pop a wheel, a wheel, and not a wheelie, a wheel, and it'll break and fall into a million little pieces to throw around. I see what you've done here. Yeah. I see what you've done here. What have I done? This is your revenge. <laughs> For what? For me poo-pooing all your ideas about having a mounted fighter. It's, a, it's just a tribute to a friend. Mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> sure. Mm -hmm. Friends. Because you have mm -hmm. those. Yeah, like you. Nope. You you are my friend. Nope. Yeah. Absolutely you're right. not. Even even closer, we're brothers. Dear God, no. <laughs> there's a there's a vital organ that connects us from the side. Ah. We're we're we connected in many ways. Yes. No. Yeah. We're moving on. We this is getting past the line <laughs> of acceptability. No, I will fucking mute you. Stop. Epona says I, hello. Nope, you're muted. Goodbye. I love that. Oh, that's uh, the streamlabs actually captures. It's got the mute. You, they can actually see. Because I'm recording this over Discord, so I can, they can see it. That that's fun for me. All right, so we got one more showcase. Now, although Epona wouldn't be a mounted character, motherfucker. Just kind of <laughs> the last because Epona doesn't have anyone mounting her. Okay, anyway, shut the fuck up. The last what? The last three Smashtopia episodes we've done. Not counting uh, our finale, because we don't do showcases in that one. We have kind of had a bit of a theme for those last three. Or was it last two? It's a number. Because, you see, earlier this year, Nintendo made us very happy. They announced the remake of our dreams. Of our childhood. One that we wished upon the stars to finally one day receive. Mm -hmm. And so we've done showcases in each of those episodes since then. Well, each of those smashtopias since then. Of something from Super Mario RPG. Well, this is the final Smashtopia episode. Before the remake releases. And so oh, it shoot. is finally time. For me to do a showcase for Gino. I've been sitting on this for now. Gino was one of the first 10 characters that I put out on the Smashtopia wiki way back in late 2017. He might actually, was he posted in 2017 or was he 2018? Uh, no, yeah, yep, 2017, August 30th is when I made his moveset. And so there might be some things that I'll change. Whatever the game releases and I get to play through the new version, I might I might update some things. Who knows? We'll see. But for now, 
This is Gino as he was created in 2017. So for our entrance animation, you get that tiny little wooden puppet of Gino's just sitting on the stage where a star sprite falls down from above and possesses the doll, transforming it into the more human-sized Gino. Our Kirby hat. Is Kirby wearing Gino's hat? What else would it be? Are you crazy? Of course it's that. For our up taunt, Gino will transform his fingertips just slightly. And Gino will fire out some harmless fireworks up into the air. Our down taunt, Gino will reach up into his cap just like when he's using an item in Super Mario RPG and pull out a jar of honey syrup. Once he does so, the familiar item used jingle from Super Mario RPG will play as several red sparkles fall down upon Gino. And for our side taunt, Gino will do a quick twirl, like a ballerina dancer, as with the stardust falling up from beneath his cape. You can just picture it happening. For our oh, victory yeah. poses, our first one, Gina will jump up into the air with a Shiryuken-like motion, which will cause Gina to hit a hidden treasure box above him that suddenly becomes visible with a small super mushroom being seen inside of it. Our second victory pose, Gino will have his arms crossed and nod in victory towards the camera, mimicking his victory animation from Mario RPG. And then our final victory pose, a beam of white light will surround Gino as he rises into the air to return to the star world, stopping midair to pose with the camera. Like at the very end of the game. Now the moveset is pretty bog standard for a Gino moveset. 95% of Gino moves for Smash look the exact same. But we do have our extra skills that we do with our characters for Smash Topia, so it's guaranteed to be a little different. So for our standard special, it's Gino Beam. Gino will transform one of his arms into a laser cannon, and he'll fire off a thin laser, which damages opponents within about two Bowser's lengths away. This attack is how it works in its uncharged capacity, however. It can be charged up, uh, for up to two stronger variants of the laser beam, which increases the damage, knockback, width, and length of the attack. At maximum charge, this laser is about equivalent in size and distance to Robin's fully charged thunder spell. So, uh, don't fucking burn. Uh, but, uh, that said, unlike Thoron, it does not have an electric effect, nor does it carry fighters along with the beam. So... It's just they, mm -hmm. they get hit, they get knocked away. They don't go all the way and just fucking get murdered. Right. And it's more like an actual solid beam, not just a projectile that goes in a beam. Mm -hmm. Our side special is Gino Whirl, possibly Gino's most infamous attack. Gino will grab out a disc of pure energy and throw it straight forwards. This attack does have a bit of an electrical effect to it, but the important thing to note is that the farther it travels the more damage it deals once it hits an enemy. Unfortunately, the attack does not travel through enemies, so you can't hit multiple foes with it. Uh, however, holding the button down will allow you to angle the attack up and down, but you cannot turn around once you've initiated the attack. Also, in case you're wondering, no, you cannot do four nines worth of damage with it, unlike how you can in Mario RPG. That's not workable in Smash. Holy hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Now, could I possibly work in a 1% chance at a crit? Mm, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. I have I have been thinking about for next year instead of doing a whole lot of new content to the wiki, looking back at the old shit to see if there's anything I want to change. So that's fair. We talked about this actually mm-hmm. in our Slippy episode how uh, Falco is uh, due for a redo, and I think DixieCog we also mentioned in that episode. They both could use some touch up. Yeah. Now our up special. Most moves that I've seen in Geno have to be Geno boosts, and it's those little red arrows to give them a stat bus, except they just push him up into the air. That's never made any sense to me. But there's no there's no other move for Geno that makes sense. So what mm-hmm. do? Ah. This is where we invent things. Our special is Geno Rocket. Geno will quickly transform himself into the form of a rocket ship as he flies upwards into the sky. You've been about the same speed as Rob's special, which you have a very limited ability to adjust your flight path. So you can go vertically, no problem, but moving beyond that, yeah, you don't have a whole lot of control there. You can Mm -hmm. slightly tilt it left and right, but really that's it. Running into another player will also cause you to take a small amount of damage as the rocket does like an explosion kind of deal. So, like, you can hurt somebody else, but you'll also hurt yourself. Honestly, I don't know why I included that. Hmm. Oh, well. Our down special is Geno Blast. Uncharged, Geno will briefly raise his arms up to the sky to charge up some energy as a beam of color light flashes down straight in front of him, damaging anyone right there. Kind of like Pikachu's Thunder, except it's not centered on his body. The longer you charge up this attack, the more beams of color energy will flash down around Geno up to a maximum of five. They won't all flash directly onto Gino and can go around him in an area about half the size of Palutena's Heavenly Light. This attack deals a small amount of knockback, but can hit high for damage if a player is hit by multiple blasts of light. And then our final smash is Gino Flash. Gino will jump into the foreground and transform into a cannon as a star-shaped reticle appears on the screen. You have a short amount of time to move the reticle around the screen to choose where you want the center of your final smash to be. Obviously, you have to try and hit as many opponents as possible. Once the, once the attack is initiated, Gina will fire a spiraling ball of light that enlarges to the size of a smart bomb explosion and whirls around in place, dealing constant damage, but no knockback yet, to anyone who stays in the attack. So it's kind of like, again, Pelotina's Heavenly Light. You just stay in there and you're taking hits, but you can get out of the area. This one doesn't keep you trapped mm-hmm. in there. When the attack is about yeah. to end, the light will explode into a flash, dealing extra damage and high knockback to anyone who is still in its blast radius and was dumb enough to not escape. Mm-hmm. Now for our extra skill. This is where we have Geno Boost. Geno Boost and more RPG can raise your attack and defense stats of a, of a character, so we have a bit of a buffing mechanic here for Geno as well. By tapping this button, Gino will raise his hands into the air as a series of red arrows begin to surround him and fly up to just slightly above him before disappearing as they give him the strength for a boosting power-up. Contrary to Mario RPG, where Gino Boost would boost the attack defense of a character, in Smash, it only powers up the very next single use of one of his four special moves. It's not a boost on attack's strength, more of an addition into how the attack works. If you use Gino Beam under the influence of Gino Boost, then once you use the Gino move attack at whatever charge strength, Gino will immediately use the attack a second time with very little time in between at the exact same charge strength that he used the move that he used the attack the first time around. So you do a fully charged hit, once it fades out, it's an immediate second fully charged hit. Pretty fucking good. Wow. 
Yeah. Uh, if you use Geno Whirl, other Geno Boosts, then instead of throwing just one disc of energy, you will actually throw three, and they spread out into a, a spreading pattern. Uh, the other two being like, you know, the typical spread that goes through things. Uh, this also ha allows the main energy disc to hit through enemies uh, at multiple locations. So the first, so the main disc will have multiple hitboxes as well. The other two are just standard one-shots. Geno Rocket, when it's been boosted, uh, you will be able to have full control over the direction the rocket flies, unrestricted. So if you want to go up, down, left, right, fuck it. You can. And then with Geno Blast, the damage of each energy blast of light is increased, and the damage raised to the attack is increased to the full size of Palutena's Deathly Light. That's not each individual blast, it's just the range that they can appear in. And then our costumes for Geno. Obviously, we got colors of Mario, Mallow, Bowser, and Peach as the other main playable characters in Mario RPG, but also Croco for, you know, some nice purple, Smithy for some gray, and then to throw back to the Final Fantasy roots of the game, costumes based off of the White Mage, Black Mage, and Red Mage. And I mean, Gino's costume already is Wait. very Black Mage, so, you know, it does mm -hmm. make sense. And then his home totally. is the Forest Maze, because, you know, it's either going to be that or the Star Road. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, I can't believe we're finally here with the, the remake of Super Mario RPG almost being out. Yeah, I'm, um, I'm excited. A... I'm going to be streaming it right away. That's excellent. Um, I'm going to be playing it right away. I'll catch in on a couple of your streams, too. Um, what is... we? I know I did Master Doom, and then you did what before, Gino? It was, Forest it was Maze. A Master Doom. And I then... did Forest Maze. That's, that's, that's right. That's right. That's right. So yeah, three three Smash Chubbies of fun, and now it's finally here. Um, I really yeah, the Geno boost is really inspired. That's that's a great use of the extra skill. Geno Rocket works well as an improvisation. Uh, it almost sounds something that that like something that's canon. I mean, it would be appropriate. I mean, if he can turn himself into a cannon, he can turn himself into a rocket. Why not? Absolutely. And there's there's no not. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all great. I mean, this is how I would expect Gino to play more or less in, in proper smash. And I welcome it and I welcome his probability being much greater than it was a year ago before Super Mario RPG was revealed to be getting a remake or Honestly? several months ago, even a few months Pro ago. Very likely. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if he's very likely, but his odds have, are, 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 they're definitely better, way better than they ever have been. Yeah, they they knock it up there. Yeah, <laughs> which is a nice feeling to have. I mean, who fucking knew that this was ever going to happen? Not me. the The funny thing is that there were signs. There were actually signs. We just dismissed this as like, it's not going to happen. They won't give us something we want. And then, oh my god. Mm hmm. Yeah, there were there were leaks even in the last couple of days. I still didn't believe it. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um, and the thousand year door revealed after that, getting a remake as well. Yeah, that, that I'm not. I'm less surprised by a thousand year door remake than I am by an RPG remake. What I'm surprised mm -hmm. by is that it's so soon after Mario RPG remake. That's what mm -hmm. shocked me. It's like, whoa, what happened to? The Nintendo that said, oh, well, we 
don't need two RPG franchises with Mario and Luigi and Paper Mario, so we'll make Paper Mario less RPG. Oh, people didn't like that. Too late. Oh, Mario and Luigi just died. Oh, rip! It's like, thanks. <coughs> thanks, yep. Nintendo. But yep. then Mario RPG and, and now we're getting our partners like, in time remake, too. Oh, man, please. Please. Like, mm -hmm. that, that, I don't know why people didn't like that one as much. I loved Partners in Time. Bowser's Inside Story was better. Oh, me too. But Partners in Time was mm -hmm. amazing. I liked it a lot more than Superstar. Superstar, it's still no, we good. Didn't. But, mm -hmm. no. Mm -hmm. The ones after Bowser's Inside Story. Yeah, meh. I didn't Man. dislike Dream Team, but the gyro battles. Listen, my DS literally would not. They wouldn't work on my DS, so I could not <clears> play it, <throat> and I was upset. What? No, oh, but what about Paper Jam? Didn't even buy it. After after Sticker Star, I was nope, like, neither. "Go fuck yourself." Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that tracks. Then they did a couple of remakes and. Partners in Time was oddly not one of them, and then they went yeah. bankrupt. Especially considering Inside Story was already on DS, and they were being remade for 3DS. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, but Superstar Saga and Pair. Actually, I guess Partners in Time was DS as well, but mm -hmm. still, it's like, why are we skipping one? That's so weird. Yeah, like I understand why they're odd. skipping the paper. I understand why they're skipping Paper Mario 64 because it's available on the Nintendo <laughs> Switch Online. So I get that, mm -hmm. but we'll get there. We'll get there. We were. I'm happy. I'm very happy with what we're getting. Yeah. Anyways. So, yeah. Time to move on. Oh, now, buddy. We make Smashtopia character move sets here, and we do. something we've avoided doing so far. Like we, we've we've done a lot of like new franchises to Smash and. Uh, like new Mario character, new Zelda character, we've done all that. We haven't really done a second character for any third-party franchise that has already been in Smash, with sole exception to when I did uh, Mega Man .exe for our solo episode for the finale. Doesn't really count though mm -hmm. for doing a Smash Chopi together. And now we're finally here to do one. And you already know from the title of the video or podcast, which wherever you're listening to this, that who this is going to be. If you know who that character is, actually, you might not. I don't know. Mm -hmm. From a franchise near and dear to Jono's heart, that I only recently watched the entire thing of in the last year at some point. Hundreds of hours of cutscenes later. Oh, my God. Not, <laughs> a, not as bad when you're just watching it and you're not playing it having to deal with the cutscenes, though. So, oh, know, sure. sure. I win yeah, in yeah. that <laughs> From Metal Gear Solid. Nobody. Psychomandis. <laughs> Psycho We're finally Soldier here. Extreme. We we talked about like you know obviously we wanted to do a Metal Gear character. We were just like, who would you do? Like Big Boss or Raiden make the most sense. But we were just like, yeah, but they make the most sense. Who else could we do that's fun? I mean, sure, there's also Liquid Snake, which is like, yeah, Mantis. Mm -hmm. There's some mm -hmm. really crazy characters. Like, his boss fight, honestly, just like, the fight itself isn't a whole lot, 
It's more of what you have to do with the fight and the whole presentation of it. That's the fun bits mm -hmm, of it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The, the fight itself is honestly whatever. Mm -hmm. But the character is where the fun is here. And we're just like, we could probably make something fun with Psycho Mantis. Yeah. So why not? We're here. Good old, good old Threated Drevenok. What a guy. I can't speak Russian, so yes. That is the name that he went by in Metal Gear Solid Five. Because, spoiler alert, mm -hmm. he's in Metal Gear Solid Five. And yes. technically four. Technically. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's a bit, of, a bit of a cameo, really. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. I am happy Metal Gear Solid here. 2 what, is really what, what, what a not thing, a second you know, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five seasons in and we're like let's do a psycho mantis move set <laughs> like so, why not like we're, we're here yeah. i mean not every character it's that we've got a move set for has been like a serious <laughs> character choice i mean hello Fuchi. Mm -hmm. i love Fuchi. what a cute person i mean i'm dog. not saying poochie's not a great dog but if we can do a mm -hmm. poochie move set <laughs> psycho mantis isn't that oh, far totally fetched. totally the psychokinetic extreme i mean you get you dive into telekinesis and psychic powers it's, and it's such a broad concept right because yes the the boss fight isn't much in itself there's a few moves there so what do you do with it we're going to yeah. get into that now right yeah now with the entrance animation okay near you okay uh so i have that second move to slowly okay. fade in from an invisibility <laughs> standpoint uh, he's gonna be like fitting in like in a kind of like a wavy pattern, like not like TV line static, but like he doesn't just like appear. It's just kind of mm -hmm, mm -hmm. distorted. What? As he does, as he as he does in Metal Gear. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. I have the same thing, just written differently. Psycho Mantis appears in a sudden shift of telekinetic energy. Did not get into like what it looked like, but that's what it looks like. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Your description is probably more description. We'll just add the word wavy in there. Psychomantis appears in a sudden shift of wavy telekinetic energy. There we go. Like Lay's Chips Wavy Edition. Yes. Wavy Lay's. Wavy yes. Chips. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. We get it. We're moving on to the Kirby hat now. Which is Psycho Mantis's gas mask from Metal Gear Solid One. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have it with a lot of like Italian um, gestures. That Kirby wears the gas mask. Nope. That's what I wrote down. Nope. Yeah. So no, Psycho Mantis is not being voiced by Charles Martinet. <laughs> Neither is Mario these days. Nope. It's a real wonder. Whoops. I'll let that lay right there. <laughs> Is it wavy? Wavy wonders. Yep. All right. Easy stuff. Taunt time. Oh, oh. God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This, honestly, our moves, I don't expect our moves to be that interesting <clears throat> tonight, or at least don't expect mine to be. But the taunts, I think, are where the fun is for Psycho Mantis. Taunts and victory poses. 
You know what? With my moveset, I almost feel the opposite way. So uh, it'll be uh, interesting actually, to see how this... I, I was thinking, like, you're probably going to be more interesting moveset-wise than I am for this one. We'll, we'll see where it goes. We, we will. It'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so my for my first taunt... <clears throat> get ready for the words. Psychomantis will face towards the screen and tilt his head a little as he searches for the save data on your console. After a quick moment... Psychomantis will say one of several possible lines referencing your save data. These lines include, but are not limited to, I see you've been playing a lot of Xenoblade Chronicles recently. Excellent <laughs> choice. I'm disappointed. You haven't played Metal Gear. I highly recommend it. I see you're subscribed to Nintendo Switch Online. Good. Have you considered getting the expansion pack? Whoa. You've put over 1,000 hours into Super Smash Bros. Ultimate? You must really like this game. Oh. <laughs> so your password is beep. I'll remember that. <laughs> The last one is what killed me. What the hell? Beat That's that, great. motherfucker. Beat that. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. So that's... Taunt or victory pose, that, something akin to that had to be in here. That was the one thing. We all knew we were leading into that. Yes. We all knew it. Yes. I wasn't expecting the quotes and the accent, but those were great. That added a lot to it. I don't. I don't know how close it was, but that's how that's how I would do a psychomantis voice, more or less. I mean, yeah, it's good. Just give me a gas mask um, uh, voice. Uh, what are the, mm -hmm. the alter the voice alteration programs are called? I'll have to call Waluigi and see what he would think about a uh, gas mask voice for himself. Mm. We we talked about it, he and I. Um, yeah, so. Spoilers for me, but we'll get there in the victory post. Okay. Uh, here. I just agree. Here. Okay. Um, yep. Uh, exactly. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Uh, Psycho Mantis uh, cocks his head while saying one of several vocal lines related to one of the characters that he's fighting. So, similar idea, just a little separate approach. Um, for instance, you tell Kratos, you. How did you do it? You are a highly skilled warrior, well suited to this smash mission. Okay. okay. Whereas he might tell Sheik that she is methodical or slippy, that he is careless and stupid. So, uh, I, I just didn't design one for every character, but as like a catch-all to the character's archetype. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, which which is a callback to, to Metal Gear Solid 2 as well, um, where he refers to your game data as opposed to, like, your entire save data. And depending on how you've approached playing the game that far, he'll call you a skilled warrior or clumsy or whatever. Yep. Or, yeah, wow, bang, you've only saved three, you've saved less than three times. Holy shit, you're risky. <laughs> right. Yes. Okay. All right, so for my second time, 
Sub commits to a face towards the screen and wave out an <coughs> arm towards the player as he says, Feel my power. When Sub commits does this, the player's controller will rumble as Sub commits his command. Oh, nice. 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 Um, all right. Psychomantis turns towards the screen and, uh, and says to the player, Great job you're doing. Playing as me. Shit. <laughs> While waving. I like that. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So my third taunt goes back to uh, Metal Gear Solid Five for this one. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Because I because I envisioned that for our for Psycho, it's it's the Metal Gear Solid One design, uh, not the Metal Gear Solid Five design, not even alts of it. And here's why. I was I was feeling the same. Psychomantis mm-hmm. will breathe heavily as he rapidly changes his face, not his face, but like the top of his head, referencing those he was connected to in the past. This will start out with Psychomantis having short, tussled red hair on top of his head, and then having his head covered in flames, then to having Venom Snake shrapnel horns sticking out of his head, followed by Skull Face's dominant mask, and finally with Eli's red beret on top of his head, before finally returning back to his normal, bald self. Sweet. That's awesome. That that was really good. Um yeah, I also agree. I mean, just for, for other reasons like stature and, and uh like not being as iconic of a design, just focus in on his primary yeah. for the costumes and, and the character design. But yeah, that was that was great. Um for mine, I didn't come up with that. Um this is out of left field though. Psycho Mantis, he's floating in place, you know, as he does. Uh, before he starts to perform a shuffle in midair, shifting his arms back and forth in a dance like this. Give, 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 okay, I was going to say you're giving us a demonstration. Yeah. Oh, I can't float, but pathetic. Yet, anyway. Okay. That looks suspiciously close to the Fortnite dance, but okay. Why doesn't it just be he floats and does Thriller? That would be better. <laughs> it would be, be anything you want it to be. because Whatever dance he's feeling in his heart, yeah, let's do it. If, if we do that one, I'm changing Psycho, it to... Psychomantis twerks. If, if we do that one, I'm changing it to being he floats and does Thriller, because fuck you. You mean the moonwalk or Yeah, that part. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't know music very yeah. well, but you got what mm-hmm. I meant. I mm-hmm. knew what I yep. meant. I just didn't know the word. No, I get it, because this is thriller. Yeah. Thriller, yeah. <laughs> so victory poses. Yeah? Alright. So yes. uh our first one for me. A translucent image will flash. With Sekimitz's face super close to the camera before it flashes away. Sekimitz will be heard cackling somewhere off in the background, unseen. Nice. Okay, my first one. Psychomantis flashes awfully close to the camera. <laughs> okay, but the rest is different. So close that you can see his eyes through his gas mask as he moves the camera for around with his telekinesis. 
in this in this dynamic shot. So it's like moving back and forth with his face as he ponders the player's save data while saying one of several unique lines, such as "Hmm, so you like Miyamoto's works?" or "I see you like playing Splatoon 3." <laughs> blah blah blah. Okay. Did, did, were those only your two examples, or? Oh, oh, yeah, I didn't come up with a smorgasbord, but luckily you did, so. That... I only came up with five. I, I wanted to, like, like I figured, like, with them, it's like, okay, yeah. he could say, oh, you have, like, a thousand arrows in some other game. You can mention that as well. But it's like, I only yeah. have one example of that type. But if he's got mm -hmm. a thousand hours in F-099, yeah, he'll <clears> my <throat> comment on that. No, I see Waluigi is your character of choice. Great taste. <laughs> I feel like Sickness would like Mewtwo more, but okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. So for my second, victory pose, my second victory mm -hmm. pose, Sickness will float through the floor and into the center of the camera before bursting into flames. After a moment, the flames will subside, but Sickness will continue to stare menacingly towards the player, unspeaking, just heavy breathing. Nice. Psychomantis floats in from above while a ferocious fire begins to uh, burn from behind him. <laughs> How? How are we doing this? <laughs> Alright, so my, my third one. The victory <clears throat> screen will shake violently. Well, maybe not violently. That's because, they, you know, that would fuck with people's eyes, and we don't want to do that. Anyways, uh, as Psychomantis warps from one part of the screen... What are you doing? What am I doing what? It sounded like a storm was coming through. Could have been. I didn't, I didn't hear anything. I... We did. Anyways. Weird. The victory screen will shake as Psychomantis warps from one part of the screen to another several times in succession before he finally stops in the center of the screen and spins through the air as the shaking camera slows down and stops. Nice. Nice. Okay, so we did not have any crossover with that one. So for me, Psycho Mantis suddenly disappears as the screen fades to black. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> but, um... As he once he disappears and the screen fades to black, the uh, CRTV lines will appear over the screen, and in the top right corner, a uh, word will appear, like such as "I won" or "Smash Brothers" or "Hideo" or "Sakurai." There you go. So I have that in my final smash. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I had a feeling you were going to bring it up in, in Victory Pose. It was like, he's probably mm -hmm. going to do the Hideo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, my Final Smash is extremely different. It's it's very, yeah. Okay. I haven't said what mine is. <laughs> oh, me either. Just that it doesn't include it. All right, so what are we doing here? Um, no. <laughs> so First I'm gonna, of all, I'm there's gonna a lot of... I'm going to say straight up, Cross I think over. the talking about save data works better as a taunt than it does a victory animation easily. 
Yeah, that's that's fair. Yep. No argument. And it's fast-tracked because, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And, you know, cause you had a little quote in there. I can, uh, I can add it to six example, and it's going to be, Oh, I see you're a big fan of the works of the great Hideki Kamiya. Because <laughs> I, I want to say somebody that's not Nintendo. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he makes sense. Oh, my gosh. Even though he can't work <laughs> in the gaming industry for a year now. But, you know. Yep. Yeah, yeah. What a guy. What a character would be more precise. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get us blocked on Twitter. <laughs> Twitter's irrelevant. That's true. <laughs> so it's fine. Don't it's all about threads X? now, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no. <laughs> also no. Also that never no. took off. Oh my god. I wish it did, but it's just worse Twitter. Anyway. Every Twitter uh, and it's not. worse Twitter. Yep, also true. Oh, you just reminded me to check out Blue Sky later. That's also going to be worse Twitter. Anyway. Uh, plus, it's not like Zuckerberg is a paragon okay, of like, moving what you want to be. No, it's what Psycho Mantis would say, too. Oh, I see you've what? been on Facebook on Switch. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Taunts and victory poses. Mm-hmm. What else? Well, we like? fast track one thing. Uh, let's see. On my end, the great job playing as me. I think that's strong, and I think the dance is weak. Honestly, I think it's a potential victory pose as or a potential taunt. I think that one could go either or. I'm just not sure where it would land compared to everything else. Mm-hmm. Uh, dance is weak but so is mine where he has his face change mm-hmm. like it's a good reference but it doesn't really do a whole lot besides that mm-hmm. true uh yeah the dance is totally out of left field totally irre- irreverent not very indicative of the character psycho mantis may actually shift his face around to screw with somebody's head maybe i mean it's really just like he wears something on his head or his head becomes fire. Mm. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, you know, he still has to wear the was... gas mask. Mm-hmm. True. What were the other taunts you had? The rumble. Oh, that's right. That's great. The rumble's awesome. Yeah. That's great. Um Dance could also be a victory pose. Mm-hmm. Do you want to jump to victory poses? Yeah. Okay. Um, so again, we we have the fire one, which is almost virtually the same. It's virtually the same. Not besides really. where he floats in from. Not really. Um, oh yeah, yeah he you're, bursts the flames. Yours. Yeah, mine bursts the flames. Yours is just fire in the background, which is basically a step around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Um, okay, so you have that. Bursting into flames, which I think is a more interesting option, honestly. It more uh, is bur- the... I can't remember. What's he called? Is he actually called Burning Man? Or was, what was he called in that one? No, that was that was Vulgan. Man, on Man on Fire. Man on Fire. That's the name mm-hmm. I was looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, Psychomantis 
creates the man on fire. Yes. Uh, but let's see here. Uh, then I have the TV, which apparently is going to be used in your final smash in, in some way or another. And mentioning someone else's work, so I got like other quotes and whatnot. So that's something that could be absorbed into the taunt. Yep. And will be. So really, uh, uh, what were your victory poses? And then uh, I had where he, you know, there's a translucent image of his face, super <clears throat> close up. Then it fades away, and you just hear cackling in the background with no sign of psychobantis. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, was there another one? Yeah, he floats up through the floor, the fire bursts out, and the third one is he rapid warps to different spots, stops in the middle, kind of just, like, does a slow spin as the camera stops shaking. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um... Okay, so we we effectively have, what, five options, then? Yeah, no or less. Mm -hmm. Well, technically so. seven. Hmm. Yeah, if you include the variations of mine, I guess you're saying. No, right. I'm including your taunts. Mm hmm. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh. So what do you what do what do you feel about all this? I like the fire because because I mean he does have fire attacks in solid. But also, mm -hmm. I, I could as a reference to what he's doing in five. So I like the fire one. Yeah. Me uh, too. I also like. I think the, I think the several warping one is on the weaker side. I I like him appearing and then disappearing, but it also but it does honestly feel weird not the character on the screen during the end. Mm -hmm. Sure. I agree well, that the Bursting in Flames is a fast track for the victory pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was your third one again? Oh, wait, no, that's where you went with Hideo, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's going to be an issue if it's the, in the final smash. Mm-hmm. Tell me the animation you have for your uh, playing as me taunt again. Oh, he just turns towards the camera and waves because it was a taunt, so I kept it simple. What if... Here's a, here's a thing I'm going to throw out here. What if we start out with mine of where the translucent image flashes from the camera uh, super close, then it fades out, and then you just... Uh, he, he appears in the middle of the screen and kind of like does the pose of like in his official art with his with his arms out and he says the quote about I, I don't remember the exact quote maybe sort of like uh, you only won because you chose me or something to that effect <laughs> yeah okay that, that's good that's awesome that's okay. great let's do it alright blending of those two things and then oh the taunt absolutely the rumble should be in there too yeah, yeah, I, I fast-tracked that. Fuck off. No. <laughs> you kidding me? Okay. Please. Uh, and then our other options. Taunt-wise, it's either the changing his face shit. Uh, it's the um, the dance. Mm -hmm. I forgot what your other ones were. Uh, 
they were just variations on the quote. So I mean, those are all being tossed into your your quote. Your tons. Your tons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was the playing as me one. Mm-hmm. It was the dance, and it was him cocking his head and and saying one of multiple lines. Oh, so it's the same. Shit. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Do we want to move your dance to the third victory pose and have the changing of space thing be the third taunt? Hey, it sounds like that's where where we're at. That's that Let's... sounds like what would make the most sense with how things are mm -hmm. currently laid out. Mm hmm. I think so. And and if we do think of something stronger, we can swap it in later. He pole dances. <laughs> Palatina, move aside. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, we did that. Uh, are you ready for the part <clears throat> that you're most excited about? The tick, the tickling part. Yes. You get to tickle Psychomantis. The tickle machine. Perfect. Yes, I'm. I'm ready. All right. So I guess I'll go first because my moves are on the overhaul, much more simple than I'm sure yours are going to be. So they'll be less exciting. No. Mm -hmm. oh, let me see. Okay. Let's so, see. my standard special is called Psychokinetic Display, which is more interesting than what the name might imply. <laughs> Tapping the special button will cause Psychomantis to gather a group of knives uh, with his psychic powers in front of him, and he'll fling them forwards with his telekinesis. You know, it's basically going to be like one big old <laughs> chunk of knives with one projectile that they do a hit, mm -hmm. and then they're done. If you hold down yeah. the button, however, instead of knives, he'll gather forth a whole bunch of guns. Oh, nice. More or less, it's the same kind of a deal, uh, but the guns will fire out bullets much faster than the knives will move. Uh, strangely, they do less damage, but that's, you know, balancing. Uh, but they're, it's a damn near instant fire hit in the straight line forward. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Well, it's a fun move. It's it's interesting that you're using guns and knives. That's a it's a change up. Yep. It's better. It's better than Mewtwo Shadow Ball clone. Yeah. I, I there were several times I had an idea for an attack. It's like, fuck, that's Mewtwo. Shit. Yep. 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 I was I like, guess oh, I can which, make a fighter uh, move away. Nope, Mewtwo. Damn it. I could stun them. Nope. <laughs> Mewtwo. God. Yep. 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 Fair. My first one. My standard special is Psycho Force. So, uh, Psycho Mantis holds a hand out in front of himself and balances a ball of psychic energy on it that gradually grows the longer the special button's held. Eventually, it hits its apex and sits its place until it sits in place until the button is released. It moves differently than Mewtwo's, and in fact, can change its trajectory with every separate go. So, say the first time you shoot it out, and it's a straight shot forward. This maybe if you use it another time, uh, the ball will instead bobble or weave up and down at a greater or maybe lesser degree as it moves forward. 
Other times, perhaps, it will move in a horizontal spiral while also moving ahead, or even as sporadically as tracing the Foxhound logo as it goes along on its path. So it's very, very unpredictable so, in the way that it travels. So what I understand here is we have Shadow Ball, but every time we use it, its flight path is going to be different. It is comp yes, it is confident at moving faster and hitting harder, regardless of the pattern, the longer that it's charged. And upon impact, it may potentially change its element. From a telekinetic attack to perhaps a burst of flame or electricity, or maybe even trans uh, transforming into a metal ball. I'm very confused. Okay. Yep. My side special is telekinetic toss. This is probably more what you were expecting second X display to be. Because second X will toss forward using a telekinesis one random object. The damage, knockback, and arc of this toss will vary depending on the size of the object. Larger objects will deal more damage but travel less distance before falling. Some objects that could be tossed will include chairs, books, a desk, and an even a signed photograph of Kojima. <laughs> nice. Nice. In, in like a <laughs> like a frame. It's like a, it's a framed photograph. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like gotcha. you would put on your like your work office. You know, you put a picture of your family, except it's a picture of Kojima. Mm-hmm. That you stare at fondly every night. Absolutely. Like the picture that Wolverine, Absolutely. That Wolverine has in that one picture. <laughs> that he does. like Or like Hideo has in his office with Norman Reedus. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I told. I was like, yeah, that's a great, great move. Thank you. Totally forgetting that it's my turn. It is your turn. <laughs> It's my turn. Okay, so uh, my side special is Psycho Drain. No, go on. I need, Psycho I Mantis. What, what happened? No, go on. I have something to bring up after. Okay. Psych <laughs> Psycho Mantis holds his hands out and shoots an almost invisible telekinetic pulse out in front of him, capable of capturing one opponent in his grasp of it. If they are caught, they'll be suspended in midair while Psychomantis is able to drain their essence, essentially drawing a few percentage points of damage from them at a time to restore his own health, equivalent to what he's taking away. He can also use this move on a healthy opponent to cure any status effects that may be inflicted upon him. Pushing the directional stick in any direction while using this move will have Mantis engage in a unique throw animation while dispersing of a spell, so separate from his grab and throws it. It's a long-range, invisible command grab. Yep. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. I have an idea for a new victory pose. It's oh, did he? It's the Wolverine meme with the photograph, but he's floating in midair, lying down, looking at a signed picture of Kojima. It's like, I miss <laughs> you. Please come back. Please make a new Metal Gear. Save us from Survive. Oh my word! Oh my word! Okay. <laughs> and then the dance Swap can go that back. Guy to, in there. And then the dance can go back to being a taunt. 
and we lose the whatever exchanging. feels zesty yeah this feels That's... zesty <laughs> do it i'm going there you to. go will the framed hideo picture also appear in this your side special then if we use the side special sure okay gotcha my special, my special cloud fade away it's not very interesting Succumates will disappear from view and reappear in another direction. It's a teleport, but there's no damage or knockback involved with it. It's just fade out, fade in. Gotcha. Well, hey, that's something he does quite and a bit. And he could choose to not move, and if, you know, he could fake them out. Like, oh, mm -hmm. you thought I was going to go? <laughs> I stayed where I was, dumbass. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, you two. Yeah. Bitch. Bitch. Nice. Um, my up special is called Psycho Shift. Psycho Mantis shifts in the direction that the control stick is being held with such magnificent psychokinetic speed that you can't quite track his movement. Ergo, it's your up special. However, uh, the move takes a, a little more detail. The move takes some about as high as three quarters of a dolphin slash, but can be used up to three times in great succession and looks cool. Okay. <laughs> All right. My down special is called Psychic Shade. It's also not that interesting. This is a mm -hmm. melee counter move. Wait, what? A counter for Psycho Mantis? I know. Fuck. I know. Is it? So Psycho <laughs> Mantis will appear to take a hit before laughing as he vanishes and reappears on the other side of the attacker. <clears throat> Oh, did they just hit his psychic, uh, his psychic after image? Oops, dumbass. So, second man will then reappear on the opposite side of the opponent, having taken no damage at all from the attack, and then he will strike back with a blast of psychic energy from behind that launches them back. That's a that's a great animation. That's a great animation. So it's like you're on the edge. You're on the you're on the edge of a stage. Ike <clears throat> comes up for his. Uh, down smash. You warp to the side. You push him off the edge. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that's great. No, that that that's a lot more interesting than Ike's counter. <laughs> Speaking yep. of, or Marth's counter or Shulk's, so it's it comes across well. At least Shulk's um, has that slowdown effect. Mm -hmm. Oh, but Psychomantis is just a cool person. Yes. In, in a game, anyway. In real life, it'd be scary. Um, <laughs> uh, my down special is called Psycho Shield. Psycho Mantis lifts both of his arms outwards and lifts slightly off of the ground, while a telepathic field circularly envelops him. This looks less like Nasser Lucas's PK Shield and more like something that you just see the outline of. So there's like a translucent blue outline surrounding him, but you don't get all of that extra stuff. Um, we're not obscuring sex so, we're just seeing a barrier right and anything within the boundaries of this barrier is lifted towards psychomantis like a magnetic field if there are enough objects items or even other players surrounding psychomantis while this barrier is up they will effectively form a physical shield entirely around him hmm. at the very least it's an effective way of drawing items and foes in including the smash ball. He will struggle the most with heavier objects or fighters or fighters who attempt to resist his, his will. 
So the player playing a Psychomantis will have to double down on holding the control inputs and maneuvering them around to keep fighters in place, per se. Uh, that's the move. There's one thing I want to check on. <clears throat> Let me do a small research on something. Okay, it does not say. I was trying to find out if uh, Rosalina's gravitational pull can affect the uh, Smash Ball or not. But I'm oh, not gotcha. seeing any. But I'm not. I did not see it listed on the page. Because mm -hmm. if it doesn't, then I don't think Psychomantis should be able to either. Oh, gotcha. Why would you just not mention it? Yeah, I would just not mention it. Mm -hmm. Because. There's something it's like, yeah. That's that's <laughs> kind of a powerful item. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So there there it is though. Yeah. Yeah. Final smash time. Final smash time. Uh so mine is called Trauma of the Third Child. <laughs> that's what his name was and I almost said Resident Evil 5 that's what his name in uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 translates to the third child mm -hmm. so Psychomantis will float up slightly in the air as he curls in on himself trying to contain a vast amount of psychic energy Psychomantis will fail however as the energy leaks out slowly at first before it explodes out from Psychomantis and hits everyone on the screen this is not a cinematic cutscene the screen will nice. then cut to black, as if the channel had been changed, and the word Hideo appears in the upper right-hand corner, much like during Sacramento's boss fight at Metal Gear Solid. The screen will stay like this for a few seconds, as screams from the opposing fighters are heard. The screen will then cut back to the match, with all the opposing fighters in a dazed-like trance, wherever they were prior to the final smash beginning. One by one, each fighter will succumb. And be sent blasting up into a random direction of the stage, their mind tortured beyond all belief. That's excellent. That's the 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 jour de culture, if you will, of your move set. That's very good. Um, I, I originally okay. was going to do a cinematic version of it's like, you know what? I think I can get something that's not technically cinematic here. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. That's great. I mean, I, I I appreciate that. I, I try to do that with my Final Smashes, too, and, and this, at least so in Smash sometimes Jokia episodes. It just, sometimes yeah. it just makes too much sense to go cinematic. Mm -hmm. Even though there are so many, right. some things just work better that way. Right. Right. I think my, my predilection against them tends to be because Ultimate went so hard in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um. That being said, there are some good cinematic Final Smashes. Um... Yeah, so my final smash is called e Mantis Eclipse. Psycho Mantis floats up into the air with both arms raised out, wordlessly summoning a large telekinetic portal both above and below him, as well as on either side of him. So essentially, in almost like a cross-shaped thing, but without, you know, that, that's just what position you know, like a box like a box so um on either so these are on either side of the stage 
the portals begin vacuuming foes in towards them with, with pretty significant intensity um, as the next step of the final smash commences. Suddenly, a huge object will come barreling out of one, one portal and go into the other, critically damaging anyone caught in its path. This could be anything like a shipping container or a truck, a train, a small house, or parts of the Sahelanthropus. The signed photograph of Kojima, poster size, yes. Uh, the object moves either vertically or horizontally and will move faster and faster the more rotations that it has, dealing more damage with each consecutive rotation until it catches fire and is crumpled into bits by Psycho Mantis. Which I think is... Yeah, which I think is a really interesting final smash. But, spoiler alert, yours is better. Oh! <laughs> yeah, I I enjoy yours quite a bit. Is that because of Hideo? Yeah, yeah, basically, yes. I mean, it plays into such a strong part of the character. It, 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 yeah. I tried to represent as much of that boss, as much of the weird shit from his boss fight as I could. Mm-hmm. The only thing I really Mine, don't have I mean, is yeah. his actual psychic. Uh, no, I guess the psychic blast I have in his sights as the down special, technically. Yeah, I guess all of it's there. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not true. Yeah. Extra skill. Mm hmm. Right. Right. Mind control. Oh, nice. Now, how did I make this work? I gotta tell you, it might be OP. Okay. It, it might be too much. Because you hear mind control, you either have to go super weak or you go super strong. And Mewtwo already took the super weak variant that I was going to do. Mm -hmm. Motherfucker. But here's what I got. Psychomits will reach out with one hand and squeeze the air as he seeks to control an opponent. Psychomits' target must be within arm's reach or this will fail. While Psychomancer is tapped into another fighter's mind, he can implant. Hmm. He, odd sounds are happening. What? what it's like, what's happening? Like your breathing was like a million loud. That's so strange. I don't know what's what going, is going on. on? I don't know, but it's weird. I, I'm going to blame Psychomantis. <laughs> While Psychomancer is tapped into another fighter's mind, he can implant a very simple instruction, such as move left, crouch, taunt, or shield, and the fighter will be forced to perform that action for a set time. The more damage the fighter has taken, the longer they will be under Psychomancer's control, with this control capping out at two and a half seconds. Which might be way too long. Psychomantis must wait 15 seconds after a successful use of mind control before he can use the sexual skill again, and that might be way too short. Because this is potentially... Oh, walk off the edge of a stage and you can't recover. This, it might be too much. It honestly might be. But I didn't know what else to do, and I wanted to try and represent mm -hmm. it. It's a great idea. Um, I do agree. Maybe the execution can be workshopped because... It, is OP. But, but, I mean, the thought is, the thought process is, is solid. It's, it's good. Um, so mine is called Psycho Mist. Okay. Psycho Mantis summons a telekinetic hallucinogenic cloud around him that obscures his character much like a smoke bomb would. 
It slowly disperses, potentially. Yeah. It slowly disperses, potentially spreading about as far as a smoke bomb at its apex before quickly vaporizing. Anyone caught in the mist will be inflicted with a random status effect. Psycho mist can only be used up to three times per stock. Okay. Yep. There we go. All right. Let's get these moves picked. First of all, Psychic Mist. Or Psycho, whatever it was what about called. about it? That's it. <laughs> what a... That's it. <laughs> so we're giving up mind control? <laughs> I, I'm going to give up mind control because I don't want to... Do... That's something that you really have to nail down specifics for. And I'm... I don't know how to make mm -hmm. it viable without Not... making it be stupid. You don't want to neuter it too hard either. Yeah, I, right. I get you. Mm -hmm. I really, I wanted to, I really wanted to have my control somehow, but Mewtwo already had um, uh, confusion. It's like you fucker, mm -hmm. you fucker. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Confusion and, and disable. I could have made my control work as, but he has both mm -hmm. those moves already. Yeah. And they go together well too. Nice combo potential. Uh, yeah, Psycho Mist. Uh, that was that was kind of my my take on trying to do something similar as well. Just just a little little you know, uh, trying to find that middle ground is hard, and that's what I came up with. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else? Well, I guess Man. I think the up special is the next easiest thing to go to because ours are very similar. Uh, differences are with ours is that yours yours is a is a fast teleport that you can chain. Uh, <laughs> mine is it's it's I mean it's pretty much it's I would say mine is probably a slower teleport honestly both in the way the animation looks and the the travel time. Uh, but you can still <laughs> go a good dis distance. The the interesting thing about mine is that instead of being able to chain it, it's you can fake them out and just not move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. I don't know how many characters. There, there may be a couple, like Greninja or something, but I don't know. Um, but yeah. Interesting. And with an up special, I don't think there's any. Not so, that I'm uh, aware of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I don't have a hard lean either way, so I think let's go with yours. Okay. I mean, the... the uh, way you can fake them out is a unique trait. There you go. And overall, I mean, it's a simple move, but it's one that represents a, some, the movement of Psychomantis in Metal Gear. Right. So it's, yeah, it's 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 one of those things, like, oh, it has to be there. Yeah. One variation or another. Yeah. So, good. So we have an up, a final, and an extra. We have a final? Oh, we didn't get to that point yet? I, no. I kind of just assumed it would be Trauma of the Third Side. We can, we can oh. get there. We can I mean, get there. We can say it now. <laughs> um, Psycho, I, I like my Final Smash a lot. Um, it pulls readily from Metal Gear Solid Five, which is where my mind was kind of at at the time. Um, with Psycho Man just throwing around all that shit, including a big rig in, in the opening sequence of Phantom Pain. Uh, but it's like, what? Trauma of the Third Child, your Final Smash can only really be applied to Psycho Mantis. You can get Psycho Eclipse, my final smash, and apply it to at least a couple other characters. Shell. It could be Doctor Strange's final smash. Shell from It Portal. could be Shell's final smash. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, 
with that being said, that's why I lean towards yours, because it's solely unique to Psycho Mantis. And Hideo. <laughs> yeah, that's that was the big one. <laughs> that's the big part, honestly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Beyond that, I remember your down special being the shield. I'm going to need you to give me a description mm-hmm. for your stand on your side again, because I've lost them. <laughs> That's fair. I, I have your name written down for your side, but I don't remember. Um, the standard was tossing the knives, and you charge it and it turns into guns that shoot around, right? Yeah, and then the side was tossing random objects. That's right. So like the the standard version of, of my Final Smash, ironically enough. Yeah, more uh, or less. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. So my standard was uh, Psycho Force. It's the ball of psychic energy that can change element upon impact. Um, and with the added bonus of potentially moving in all these different wonky ways. Might be a little much. There should be one variant where it doesn't move. It just stays in the <laughs> like like a trap. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. That's That's not a bad idea. It could be that there's it moves a certain way all the time that's separate from how mutates would move, and then there's one where it stays in place, and that's the variant. Makes we're it not, simpler. We're not doing custom moves. No, 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 no. It's all within the same move. Uh, and then the side, the side was um, Psycho Drain, where he pulls someone forward, kind of like with your mind control animation, and he. Uh, let's see. He's draining their essence, so he's healing himself per per moment and can also heal his status effect if his the opponent he has trapped and he's sapping the essence from also is not affected with also does not have a status effect applied. Mm-hmm. It may be that um there could be a detriment to the move too, and if he's holding on to an opponent that say is poisoned, he might carry their poison. Mm. Maybe. Um and then you can, like, throw them around. It's a command grab with the added bonus of, of the status and, and health stuff. And then yours was the toss and the knives and guns. Cool. I have I have something to propose. Yes. Propose here. Yes, I say I say yes. Well, hang on. Because you don't want you don't you might not want to say it. So what if I say my stuff? To your proposal. Oh, that no. Okay, I get it now. All right, I get so it. Now. Shut the fuck up and let me talk. So here's what I propose. Uh, I propose we go with your standard special. Mm-hmm. I propose we go with your side special, but I would like to change something about it. Okay. I think it should have an element of kind of like Pokemon synchronizability. Mm-hmm. So, if Psychomantis is not currently suffering from some form of status, then he can get some healing. If he is suffering mm-hmm. from some kind of status, then what he'll do is he will give the the opponent that status as well. So he can give them poison, he can give them mini, he can give them uh, slowdown. Nice. Could he also give them positive effects like giant? Per se. Honestly, I think it's only fair. I think. So. Okay, yeah, that's interesting. Huh. 
<laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to think about this. I'm trying to think about this. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm trying to balance out. Trying to balance things out in my mind. Make sure things are working right. I, I part of me is thinking there should be a percentage chance of things happening. That's fair. Twenty-five percent. Ten percent. Five percent. Here's here's where my mind is stuck. Here's where my mind is stuck. If if there's a percentage chance of him sharing a side effect, like maybe, maybe if the opponent, maybe if either of them are under some form of side effect, it balances out and they both get it. So we could kind of like try mm-hmm. and take somebody's sides. Obviously, this would not work on uh, Smash Ball Power Up. This would not mm-hmm. work on um, uh, Invincibility. So some things this would not work for, but flower right. effect, uh, Franklin mm-hmm. badge. Sure, it can work on those things. Uh, if yeah. either one of them has it, then they'll both get it. So that means Frank. So that means um, Psychomantis could get an accessor. He could give a positive one. Maybe doing that instead of the healing. Because I'm trying mm-hmm. to figure like. The percentage chance of things, but with the healing involved, it's making it messier in my mind. <clears throat> I, I, I feel like it's either healing or it's staff's effect sharing. What do you think? The effect effect sharing is more interesting. Let's go that route. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sweet. And healing... Healing is difficult to do. Like... So, so there are a very small amount of moves in Smash that let you heal. Because mm-hmm. it's... You can't do it for free. Which this right. isn't necessarily free, but if you look at Robin's down special he can heal, it's a melee range attack. Mm-hmm. Whereas this is Fair. much longer. Mm-hmm. But that, that's, that's where I'm at. Yeah, let's let's do it. Let's All right. do it. And then it's either a Psychic Shade or Psychic Shield. Mm-hmm. Can you remind me of Psychic Shade again? Like, what did that do? Yeah. This is a melee range counter. Oh, it's the counter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you hit me, except... Oh, no, that was just my shade, bitch. You didn't hit me. I'm actually over here. Psychic Blast. Boom. Yeah, yeah. Normally, I'm averse towards counters, but this one actually works for the character, and it's pretty interesting to think of how it would animate. Yeah. So I wouldn't be against using it. Uh, which do you feel in your heart? Well, like, where where would you want to go with this? I think it's... the shield is the one that summons the ob- objects and stuff. Right. I think it's um more easily doable than the shield. Hmm. Sure. Because shield sure. shield is both shield is creating a shield, pulling in objects, and potentially using those objects to create a stronger shield. Mm-hmm. Right. Whereas this one Correct. is a more standard counter type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, naturally, in any move set where you have something more like a counter, it flows better into the move set than something more like technical. Right. Mm-hmm. So are you saying counter? Yeah. We can. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. 
There you go. All right, those are our moves. We've got them. Sweet. Very nice. So we Very have nice. Psycho Force, Psycho Drain, Fade Away, Psychic Shade, Trauma of the Third Child, and Psycho Mist. Yep. I'm psyched out. <laughs> That's unhealthy. Yeah. All right, we've got a few last things to do here with Psycho Mantis. First of all, unique traits. Do you have anything? Uh, he floats and stuff, but that's not for that category, so no. I actually have something. I am do giving you? him two additional jumps in the air. Okay. He's that floating. Works. Yes. Yes, do it. All right. We did it. Uh, alternate costumes. Colors. Yeah, just I color. couldn't think yeah. of anything. Just, just the yeah, stuff I've, and stuff and yes and yeah. I've got dark blue, dark red, dark green, orange, light pink, purple, gray, white, and camo. Yeah. Yeah. It's a military game. Camo makes sense. It does. I mean, Snake has all sorts of, like, wacky shit and exactly. camo stuff. So, yeah, there you go. All right, we got Leopard one last... Leopard Psychomantis. Oh. We have one last thing to figure out. What is going to be Psychomantis' home stage? Mm-hmm. What's it going to be indeed? Well, I don't remember why I wrote this one down. So I'm quickly checking mm -hmm. to see if this has any connection to what to what game this is in. Because I wrote down Outer Haven, and I don't remember why. Is it just because it's it's a major uh, thing? Yeah, it's, yeah a... it's literally just because it's a major place. That's it. That's the only reason. It has nothing to do with him. It's just a major Metal Gear location. Uh, if I had, like, Shadow Moses Island is already kind of mm -hmm. taken by Snake. And I thought mm -hmm. about doing the location from Metal Gear Solid Five, but you already made that for Revolver Ocelot, and even then, it would fit better for Venom Snake than it would for Psycho Mantis, anyways. So just like, ah, eh, fuck it, Outer Haven. I don't know. I'm not the mm -hmm. Metal Gear expert here. So mine, uh, the the stage I came up with is a little out of left field. Uh, so you know how we uh, I came up with interesting like battle set stages for Martha Nike on the Smash Topia wiki. Yeah. It's kind of the same thing here. So referring back to the beginning of, of Phantom Pain, where, where you see uh, the man on fire and uh, the, the third child escaping the hospital. Yeah, hospital extraction. Home stage. I have no idea where, I mean, I know I can make it work. I haven't really thought about it yet. But having that set piece, which is like it's it's easy to say it's one of the best parts of the game because the game wasn't fully finished. But, uh, yeah, there you go. Ex explosions and stuff. Fire. Hospital. Would, Moscow. Would you, would you say that that and um, Mother Base are the only real options from Metal Gear Solid Five? Huh. No, but I also don't know off the top of my head what specifically else there would be. Because the only thing I remember is the fucking wasteland that you're trying to avoid being mm -hmm. shot by Quiet in. Yeah. That's the only other location I remember. 
Mm-hmm. And that, that's pretty much just the world map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Outer Heaven is such a great catch-all, and it should be there. But is it? Is it? Uh, Psychomantis' stage, or would it be better for Big Boss, or The Boss, or who? It's Metal well, Gear is so strange like that. Maybe not to... The Boss, because mm-hmm. it's a good to the Patriots game stage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. But that's true. it could work for Liquid, or Raiden, or Dirty uh, Duck, or Boss, not The Boss, Big mm-hmm. Boss. Maybe not Venom. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Venom. I mean, there are two yeah, different that'll be other the day bases. Get... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could be that Ocelot's stage could change to Metal Gear Solid 3 in the future. And it's true. Mother we don't Base could be psychomantises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then again, Outer, he- Outer Heaven and Mother Base are both about as, as relative psychomantis as anything. Um, we, I mean, we can yeah. always do what I've done in the past. I pick a stage, and then later on, I make a new coach like, this character should have this stage actually instead. I need to come up with a new idea mm-hmm. for this character I made first. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Precisely. It's hard to pin something down. Yeah. We both had our ideas. It's like, eh, either one. But yeah. Well, let's just write down a hospital extraction then, and you're going to have to make that stage. Okay. Don't threaten me with a good time. I am. Or a time that. Haven't done a lot of submissions this year, so maybe that can make me do it. You have done <laughs> two this year? Five? Seventeen? You've def- it's definitely not been seventeen. I'm going to look. <laughs> I think it's been two. It's been seven. Oh, thank you. You did okay. a spirit of Van Damme from Zeta Blade 2. An assist trophy of Jesus Christ from Xenosaga. An assist trophy of Lance from Xenoblade 3. Suspicious mm-hmm. Stew from Minecraft. Moonraker Laser from James Bond. Chicken, hot dog, and lunch meat primavera. I have real life food monstrosity. And then 50M, the stage from the original Donkey Kong. That is what you have done this year. What what a collection. What of <laughs> Yeah, that's a word. Let's go through your list now. What we you don't have the time. I've done a lot. I have done six <laughs> things every week. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, with that, we are done with Psychomantis. We've gotten everything done with him. So, uh, congratulations. We've done our first Metal Gear Solid character, Metal Gear character, rather, on the week, on the uh, Smashtopia podcast thing. What, what do you think? Did we do it good? At the time of recording, at the time of recording, you've done 312 submissions this year. Okay, oh. with that being said, yeah, 52 weeks so far, times six, there you go. Uh, I thought we did a great job. Overall, it turned out really interesting. This is a character that, like, what the hell are you supposed to do with him? And we figured it out. Wait, what do you mean time of recording 52 times six? There's 52 weeks in a year. We haven't gone through the whole year yet, so it's be less than 52 Oh shit! You I, fucking idiot! I I asked Google how many weeks so far this year, and it said fifty-two. There are fifty-two weeks not, total in a not year. Not correct. Oh, yes. My, so how many? You can't trust oh, AI chatbots. We can actually figure this out because there's only uh, so fifty-two minus uh, 
what, 10? So 42. You did around 250 to 260 submissions so far. Which is quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> and you'll have hit 312 by the very end. And that doesn't count Something anything to look to. on the podcast with our characters or the items, Cordocopia. Mm-hmm. Yep. Precisely. Uh, yeah, great, great, great times. Glad we can start things off with an, a weird one and a really cool and interesting one. Oh, yeah. And we'll see where the season season takes us from here. Surely they will be more regular than this. Things no, we'll that, see about you know, that. are more mainstream and not completely <laughs> wild off the wall, right? We're not going to have a whole season of mm-hmm. what the fucks, are we? Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Anyways. So, next time, it's a Smasher Dash, and we're repeating something that we did with the start out the Smash Dashes last year last season, where we picked four characters to discuss that had all had a game release in that last year for them. So we're doing that again. So the next one is going to be just characters that have either either are brand new to existing in the last year, or they've had a new game in their series, or a remake of their game, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's all it is. Pretty simple concept. I kind of like the idea of it, and we'll probably... Maybe repeat that every season, assuming there are games that we can pull from and we don't come up with shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no, there's nothing to do with this. There were no new games that were any good the last year. Uh-oh. Oops. Right. That'd be bad. Uh, oh, that's not good. That won't happen. That's not going to happen anytime soon. <laughs> but Probably we might not. just get games that are difficult or of characters we've already covered. So who knows? Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. And what a time that'll be. Until then. Until then, don't drink the orange juice. Exactly.